Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast, short version. We are continuing along in the book of Hebrews and moving toward the end of chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 14 through 16 at the end of chapter 4. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, as we are yet without sin. Therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well, so far, the writer has only alluded to Jesus being a high priest in chapter 2, and then he called him the apostle and high priest of our confession in chapter 3. But now, at this point in the book, he's going to really start stressing Jesus' role as the high priest of God for us. The priesthood was the most honored thing among the Hebrews. God had put very high value on the priesthood because it was his provision for the people of Israel to have a way to connect to him since they had chosen in the wilderness not to relate to him directly. Remember the story in Exodus chapter 20. I want to read verses 18 through 21 in Exodus chapter 20. It says that all the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and they stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen, but let not God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you, and in order that the fear of him may remain with you, so that you may not sin. So the people stood at a distance while Moses approached the thick cloud where God was. So you see, throughout their history, the Hebrew people had to then look to the priesthood to do everything necessary for them to have some sense of connection with God. God had desired to bring the people up onto the mountain with Moses and speak to them directly, but they refused to go. And the writer of Hebrews is going to dismantle this whole notion of the priesthood on an earthly level. And he's going to show that Jesus has fulfilled the ultimate role as the great high priest who has settled once and for all everything that was necessary to bring us to God ultimately and permanently. So he says in verse 14 that Jesus passed through the heavens. Now this is probably a reference to Jesus' ascension back into heaven where God is. The basic idea of the heavens is that there are three heavens. The first would be the atmosphere that you and I interact with daily. The second would be the heavens or the constellations that we see at night that lie far beyond our atmosphere. And then the third heaven would be where God dwells. It may not be that the third heaven is necessarily geographically located further away than the second heaven. It might be that it exists in a different dimension. We don't know. We do know, for example, that Paul experienced being caught up into what he calls the third heaven. And he speaks about that experience in 2 Corinthians 12. But the writer's telling us that Jesus has passed through these natural regions 
and he has arrived at his ultimate destination of the presence of God, and now he continually fulfills his role as the high priest of God, the only one who can minister before God on our behalf. He's our great high priest because he's accomplished for us what no human priest could ever or ever will accomplish. And this is a strong recurring truth that the writer is going to deal with throughout the rest of the book. So because we have Jesus, who is a great high priest, we have reason to hold fast our confession. We don't waver because we have extreme confidence in Jesus as our high priest. This is exactly why we can rest, and this is why the writer puts this passage right after his discussion of the rest. We can be at peace. We can come into that place of total assurance, and we can rest. So Jesus has completed everything necessary for us to enjoy this place of our relationship with God, and only He acts as our high priest. Remember that the writer has already explained in chapter 2 that Jesus in his humanity was a better man as our kinsman redeemer. I spoke about that in a previous episode. The one that is exactly like us in all things and able to be a merciful and high priest. He experienced everything that we experience and he can relate and understand. This is exactly what the writer is saying at the end of chapter 4 in verse 15. He says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. So Jesus is not a high priest who's detached and can't relate to us. He's a priest who has been tempted, tested, and tried just as we are, and he came through it without sin. I find great comfort in these words, all things, in verse 15. There is nothing in my or your experience that Jesus has not experienced. He is perfectly qualified to relate to me in every way. You know, I can remember at key times in my journey with the Lord where this truth has come to me with such great encouragement. And I think at those times where we are experiencing weakness, those are the times where we need to remember that Jesus experienced weakness. I can remember when we were leaving South Africa almost 18 months ago, and it was right before we were getting ready to leave the country. We'd sold our house and everything in our house was moved out and it was empty. We'd given most things away and we'd packed up a few things in hopes that we would maybe ship them somewhere one day. And I was sitting one of the last mornings in our house in an empty room, leaning against the wall, having my coffee. And I was just overwhelmed by the emotional experience of what we were losing in leaving South Africa. And I was overwhelmed with emotion and I felt extremely weak in those moments. And I remember the Lord speaking to me in such an intimate way. And he says, Cliff, I understand loss. I understand what it means to experience what you're experiencing right now. And I just sat there with the Lord and wept and was so thankful that he could relate to me, that he could sit there with me in my loss and assure me that he understood loss. And that came as a great comfort to my heart. So I want to stop here today and I want to leave verse 16 for tomorrow's episode. But today I want you to consider this wonderful truth that Jesus is your great high priest, that he sympathizes with you. 
This word is only used here in Hebrews, and it only speaks of Jesus as he relates to us. It literally means that he has a fellow feeling with our weaknesses. What we feel, he feels. He is the one that is feeling with us. He is the one that is experiencing with us. So consider today, wherever you are weak, Jesus knows. He's been weak in that area. And he's been there, and he is there with you, and he is there for you. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.